Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. One nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Well, they didn't, they didn't say don't come That's back. That's right. They didn't That's say don't come right. back. My voice is a little bit better today. I uh, <laughs> I left the show yesterday and gargled water, salt water from about noon to 4 o'clock yesterday. You know what? I can, I've noticed a difference. I, I had um, I had some people... You tried hot toddies. They didn't work, that, so you went straight yeah, to the gargle well, salt because, water. Well, because, I mean, you can only drink so much whiskey before you just pass That's out. That's true. Um, but so I, I had some people said, RJ, just gargle salt water for like an hour. Well, I went overboard. I made it like three. As you typically do. Yeah. And so, uh, but it's, it's helping. I've noticed Josh, the difference. You, you had voice issues. Have you gargled salt water yet? Oh, wait, sorry. I have not yet. I need to. Also, good morning, gentlemen. How good are you? Good morning. Hey, buddy. How are you doing? Yeah, you now, didn't open like that. 610, morning man. Well, I also, oh yeah. It's 609. There they go. Oh, yeah. Thank you. And we didn't do the whole here thing. What? You know, Basil, what they do is, and when the, when the oh, show's going right. yeah, on, yeah, of course, when of it course. says, David Whoa. Basil, and he'll, he'll go, here, that's Roger, right. here. We know you're here, hopefully. Well. Well, except for this week. Th- yeah, they're not. In fact, welcome everybody. Chris Kane, RJ Hawk, Josh Neighbors in this week. Uh, Basil out of town. Basil was in the Chicago O'Hare airport for how long yesterday? Ten hours. Ten hours. I was texting with him last night at... It's about ten o'clock. Okay, and he was still in Chicago. Yeah, and, and I saw uh, the pictures of him at the, him at the gate. I'm like, that's a long day in O'Hare. Oh a yeah, long day. And you know Basil. I mean, 
He's over there zoned out on his computer. Jessica's probably wanting to talk to him. He's not wanting to. Hey, man, I'm, I'm busy. Doing Taxes can't wait. But he's not, years doing, ago. he's not doing taxes. Oh, okay. No, he's he's surfing some <laughs> random website to talk about Normandy. Okay. He's emailing a sponsor, maybe. Yeah. Or or he is now, I think, probably working on Touchdown Club stuff because it sounds like he has procrastinated a bit on that. So. Yeah, so Just we, a smidge. We had a meeting on that the other day, and he tells me, he goes, hey, man, still don't have one person booked for this. I said, you know, we're like... <laughs> Like just a couple months out from this thing, right? You know, he's he's booked so many incredible guests over the years. It's almost like he's challenging himself now. Yeah. You know, how far can I put this off and still get a lineup that is, you know, of the national stage of which the Touchdown Club has been been he, worthy of? He does of. Ha- the names he threw out to me. Boy, if he gets some of those, it. You know, every year we always say this can't was, get any better. <clears throat> well, and th- this better. was the best Touchdown best Club that yeah. we've ever seen, and he always one ups like. Kirk Herbstreet this year. Now, who would have ever thought we had Kirk Herbstreet for the Little Rock Touchdown Club during football season? Arguably the top football yeah. analyst in all of football, both college and and, and professional now. Yeah, you know, which is amazing. <clears throat> so, anyways, will uh, Baz is actually he said he, he claims he's going to call in on Tuesday, okay. and, and he's going to recap his time on the beaches of Normandy. They're going to reenact everything, and so he's watched Band of Brothers like four times. Good prep. Yeah. And um, how many people on his floor? I bet because I bet there's a lot of people going to France for this. For this, yeah. How many people on the flight last night do you think were watching Saving Private Ryan? You know, that that plane might have been full of just all kinds of patriotic yeah. movies. Yes. You know, American Sniper is probably being watched, which yeah. Basil is probably watching that one because he can watch that a hundred times. That's a good movie. I'm um, also a firm believer that, that Saving Private Ryan should not be offered on flights. Well, if you pay for it, the first twenty minutes of that that movie. Well, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I don't, I'm not sure I could like. I don't, I don't want to see that. Yeah, I'm, that's a good I'm, point. No, you're right. There's probably a lot, a lot of uh, American pride on that flight heading over yeah. to, to France. That's a good point for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's almost like a pilgrimage. Mm-hmm. I, I would imagine in in a way to go over there on 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 Memorial Day. So yeah. he won't. He will be uh, among the many out there honoring the lives that were lost on that day. Well, some. Very proud Arkansans yesterday were uh, Razorback fans because in the SEC tournament, Arkansas with the Kendall Diggs walk-off in the 11th to beat A&M 6-5 to advance to play LSU today. 4.30. 4.30 today. Did you get a chance to watch much of the game? I listened to a lot of the game. Yeah. I was traveling yesterday, mm-hmm. so listened to a lot of the game, including the end, which, by the way... Kudos to your boy, Phil Elson. Yeah, which, by the way, he may he may call in today. Oh, fantastic. Phil Elson, Bubba Carpenter. I, I don't listen to a lot of other SEC yeah. broadcasts just because we don't get them, obviously. Yeah. I, I'd be hard-pressed to find a better duo broadcasting games than those two. Phil makes it extremely easy. He, I mean, look. Hey, I got, you worked with him. I, I worked with him eight years doing ready football, and then uh, I did five years doing traveler baseball. And uh, Phil makes it easy. Like, you you show up and he he creates a conversation and, and you're just talking baseball and Bubba is just the <clears throat> most lovable dude. I mean the guy just lives and breathes Razorback baseball and has a great rapport with the team and with Phil and I just think that you and know he's they're, just they're a unique duo because they're very different people completely but. They work. It just it's it's seamless. So. You got a Jewish guy and a redneck. <laughs> I, I mean, literally, what what it comes down to. And, and um, Bubba is he's that guy that he can walk into a room and everybody likes him. Like, there's not anybody that goes, ah, I can't stand Bubba. No, no, no. He's awesome. You never hear anybody say that. And he's so insightful, too. He has great insight on the game. He yeah. follows it. You know, Phil is so, and you would always talk about this when y'all were doing trap yeah. stuff, very into saber metrics, and he was early on that. You know, he was early on the analytics. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and combining that with Bubba's playing, you know, expertise and experience, I just think, yeah, when I was listening yesterday, uh, I just thought, it doesn't get better than this, listening to these two guys, especially with postseason baseball. But postseason ball that we really, as Razorback fans, I think we're all like, why are we going to extras? What are we doing yeah. here, people? We want to get out of Hoover, back yeah, home, I thought, as I th- soon as possible. I thought about Dave Van Horn yesterday being like, is it a, you know, people are like, quiet fist pump? What's the opposite of that? You're right. Like, right what is right. the opposite of quiet fist pump? Mm. I think that, that might have been what Dave Van Horn was doing yesterday when they won the game. Just a slight, mm, You know, okay. what was funny, I, I, I talked to a few folks yesterday as I was gargling salt water, mm-hmm. and um, a lot of guys were like, you know... Kind of, weird. you know, don't, don't want us to lose, but at the same time, if we only, if we go zero and two, nah, not really going to be the end of the world. 
And Absolutely. I, I think that's the sentiment for a lot of Save people. Save the arms. You don't want to lose. Nobody wants to lose. But at the same time, it's like, ah, eh, SEC tournament. Like, we got bigger things to do. Regionals coming up. Save the arms. Give the guys a break. Um, but boy, that 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 walk off was awesome. And then that that erases that thought, right? Immediately when you get the walk off, you're like, all right, I'm glad we won. Yep. Yeah. Here we go. Time that's, to beat LSU now. That's right. Yeah. 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 And really, if you beat LSU in the tournament, right? I, I mean, you, you lost to them earlier in the year, and. It's a little revenge, I mean, because there's no guarantee that you're going to see them at the College World Series or anything like that. And so now, for me anyways, I can't speak for everybody, but it kind of means a little bit more. This one game against LSU, you're like, okay, you know what? This one means a little bit more. Yeah, you sit there and think, you know, about the most hated teams in the league, and LSU's always near the top of the list. And in baseball, you're like, okay, who would I rather you know, lose to, and you start going, I'm not, they're, they're at the bottom of the list of who you'd want to lose to. And, so you, and trans- and now, now it means something to the fans. I don't know, and you know it means something <clears throat> to the players, but at this point, as fans, we're all sitting there going, let's just get home and get healthy. Now it's like, well, we can't yet. Yeah, it's funny because if they lost the next two games, they'd end up playing three, which yeah. is a standard weekend, right? Uh-huh. So you, arms-wise, you feel pretty good, but now you're like, uh, it's LSU, like no. RJ said. It's LSU. Yeah, it's I mean, LSU. and the, the, the biggest thing about this whole, uh, you know, you here locally, Tiger Bait. He since we've been doing the show, he's been sending me Facebook messages talking about the Tigers. I saw Jody last week. Yeah, yeah. And and you know after that series loss against LSU, he was boy, he was riding a high. He was like, well, you know, we. He always goes back to these national championships. I know. He lives know. in the past quite a bit. Well, and, yeah. and so I'm just. I think that if if you have the capability tonight, tonight four thirty. Tune in on the buzz. Watch it on TV. I think it'll be a great game. I think it'll be an outstanding game. We'll talk more about that. We're going to try to get Phil to call in uh, since it's a later game. We'll try to get him later on in the show. Should give uh, Kendall Diggs props for that walk-off. Had two hits yesterday yeah. as well. Yeah. And, uh, Had a big day. He did, yeah. And, you know, McIntyre gets the win. Yesterday. And Jerry Wagner, big home run for him. Yeah. Right? Good to see him mm-hmm. back yes. and doing his thing. 100%. So, yeah, I mean, the the team rallied yesterday in, in a good way, and it was it was nice to see them, you know, overcome some adversity early in the tournament and now just get a win today and after that i think everybody be like yeah okay whatever yeah. can also, we go back home now also john neighbor's gonna be checking in with us later today as he's down in hoover he had some great picture i think he actually got a video of of the walk off nice. from up in the press box so we'll talk to him later in the show today is international plastic free day World Thyroid Day, National Wine Day. You're a wine guy, aren't you? I mean, I like wine. I'm not. I'm not a. Uh, See, I'm not wine a wine snob guy or anything like Josh, that. Josh, you a wine? No. Yeah. No. I. You're you're a craft beer guy. Though. I love. I, yeah. If you give me a choice, I'd pick beer over wine. Sure. Absolutely. My wife does the wine. I. It gives me a bad headache. I'd probably pick beer over all three. Wine, See, liquor, I'd pick and beer. whiskey I'd, over all three. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I would do whiskey over all all of them. Yeah. Um. Today's also National Brown Baggett Day. When was the last time you took a bag lunch to school or to work or whatever? I've started using the brown bags at the grocery store more if they're available. Yeah. You know, paper, plastic. You're that guy. Well, they fit more. Huh? It's, yeah. Yeah. It's just really? more, it's more also, of a... I can reuse them for recycling. There you go. No, I, they fit more. So you, I just I load them up and then take them out. Look, I'm, I've, I usually got two kids in tow. I got limited hands. I need... I need a, less bags to carry. You know, I don't know if our grocery store in Bryant has offers the, the paper bag. I'm sure they do. Plastic oh, is just so worthless. Oh, my gosh. Well, now, I, look, I'm not going to sit here and bag on the plastic. Uh, but I see what you did there. But I get it where you guys are coming. I'm like, okay, you want to recycle. That's I good. feel like, but I feel if like you, also if, brown bags have more re, <clears throat> more reusability. Here, here's they my do. thing. If, if you are all about the recycling, right, just go get one of those permanent bags that you carry with you. No, that's too much. Also, you could end up recycling the bag. So, like, I can put all of my cans, because I drink a lot of sparkling water. There you go. All of my cans in the brown bag, and then throw it in the recycling dumpster. And it all gets recycled. He's using it to, to hold other to, stuff to, to throw it to away. To better the earth through well, your, your I just use it. it's, it's more spacious. Look, I just use it because of space. That's it. <laughs> I can just load it up. It's sturdier. You know, it doesn't rip. That's why I use it. I like it. Okay. Uh, today's also National Tap Dance Day. Your daughter does dance, right? She does. does yeah. She, does she do the tap? Uh, I think so. Yeah, tap. Mm. Uh, yeah. That's where they're trying to figure out. Yeah, is that the click, click, click? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She does. Also known as tap. Not in her recital recently, but she they do that at their dance studio or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, I would take her to those. 
So I, I learned a lot about, uh, you know, I, I was like, I don't know anything about See, my this. daughter does gymnastics. She doesn't do the whole dance. She does softball and gymnastics. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I'm not that I'm opposed to, to dance. I just, she's not gotten into that. And I don't, you know, I don't know if she's coordinated enough to dance. Really? Yeah. But she's a good softball player. She, I mean, she's got great hand-eye coordination. Yeah. She's really good at that. But the whole, the whole dancing and, ah, I don't know. You like, never know. I kind of feel like I need to take dance lessons. You know, I'm, I'm a horrible dancer. Have I, you had the daddy-daughter dance yet? Not yet. No, I'm... So we did that this year. Looking forward to it. And it's it's a train wreck. What? Well, I mean, because you get all the, all the little girls' friends together, and they want to all dance together more than they want to see hang out with you. Oh, so you don't, don't dance know. with the other dads, I assume. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, when we did it, like, we were all hanging out on the side. You know, like, when you went to prom, if you didn't have a date, you always had those people that just kind of lingered right Mm -hmm. that's what the dads were doing we Mm -hmm. were all just kind of over there watching the little girls and then we'd get one like addy and i got one dance because the 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 mc of the daddy daughter dance was like okay find your dad and dance one song and so addy and i did our thing and um which was cool which was which was really neat but the whole time it's just a bunch of kids running around it's like being an urban air uh, except everybody's dressed up. Oh, okay, yeah. 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 Haven't done that yet. Look, I, I'm looking forward to it. You know, I see pictures, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do yeah. this sometime. Yeah. It'll be no, fun. It is. I mean, it's uh, it's a good time to hang out with your, your kid. And then, yeah, but, well, they still want to hang out with us, right? I mean, because we're <clears throat> going to get to that point where uh, that's always, over. Well, she's always going to want to hang out with mm, Yeah, sure. We're, we're tight. Okay. I know. I, there's people like there's there's dad dads going yeah. You just wait. You're an idiot. You just yeah, wait. whatever. You just wait. She turns thirteen. She's out. I tell my wife all the time. I'm like we. I know it's tough with these ages, like four and five, but we got to enjoy this because eventually they're going to think we don't know anything and don't want anything to do with us. Addie's and right there. now they think we're awesome, so let's enjoy it while we well, can. True. Addie already. She already knows. She thinks that she's the smartest kid in the room. And I'm like, eh, no. She's definitely your daughter. Ooh. Nah, I don't do that. <laughs> I don't Josh, Josh is clapping. Hey, let's go to Navy Mike real quick. What's up, Navy Mike? It's early. What's up? Hey, man. What's what's going on, guys? Um, you know, as far as the SEC tournament, you know, I, I it just I, I just don't get people just think is well, we don't need to win this thing. Uh, who cares about the SEC tournament? Well, look. This is David Anwar's 23rd Arkansas Razorbacks baseball team. Mm-hmm. How many national championships has he won by not winning chips has he won by not winning the SEC tournament? But, but uh, no, the, exact, the exact same amount as he's won when he did win it. Win it. Zero. Na- so, Navy, what, what Navy. Okay, uh, hold tight, hold tight. Oh, okay, the reason why... I'm, look, I'm one of those people. The, the, SEC, the SEC tournament is irrelevant because of the fact that you want to save your arms for the, what matters, and that's the regional. I mean, how many injuries have the Razorbacks had this year? Just think about it. Just this year, how many injuries have they had? And uh, they've, they've had a ton. No, and he's he's overcome, and, and he's he's shown that he's been able to plug guys in and 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 still win games. But I mean, look, if, why not win it? Just get, if, if, you, if you're going to, oh, if, if you're, you're there, win, yeah. Look, if, you, if you're winning, keep winning. Just keep winning. You know, I don't not? think anybody's saying throw a game. I, I I don't think that's the case at all. But what I think what most people are are kind of of the sentiment to say, well, you know, if we do lose, okay, well, we're going to the regional. I mean, I if you get to the position to where you can win the thing, absolutely, go win it. But I, I Absolutely. I, all, all, all I'm saying, and real quick before I get hang up, is look, not winning it, not caring about winning it, hasn't won you anything either. Yeah. <laughs> so, just, so just go win it. That's good. Anyways, that's all I got, guys, and y'all, y'all pick him up. How are you? Thanks. I think that... In and out. <clears throat> I think that most, you know, a lot of fans have that feeling because... Arkansas has, I mean, I'm looking at the the records here, winning the SEC tournament. Yeah. Since Dave Van Horn's been head coach, 2021's been the only one mm-hmm. that was you know one of the best teams Arkansas's had. They played a lot of games and then they got knocked out before Omaha. Mm-hmm. And I think fans are looking at it like, well, we've done better historically when we haven't played that many SEC tournament games. When we've either got bowed out early on or midway through, we've advanced further to get to Omaha. Now, is there any correlation between the two? No, but you look at that one instance of that one team and you think, oh, that team was incredible. You know, number one team, 50-13 and 13 record, and then they get bowed out early. Yeah. So I think that's why fans are, for the most part, saying, hey, even the one time we won it, we didn't make it as far as we have in the times we didn't win it because 
as you know, yeah. baseball's about, hey, can you save your arms? How much can... It's all about saving your and, and arms. With this team, in particular, in this season, with the lack of depth... Or not lack of, they certainly have depth. But with because injuries, yeah. of we, what we've seen with the injuries, they've yeah. they've been able to sustain these injuries and still move forward and win games. Yeah. But you do have to start to wonder. Okay, now you're going to start. Di- you dug deep already into your bench. Now how much deeper can you dig into that bench and still be successful at this level? And I think that's why there's there's the sentiment of, well, the one time we won it with arguably one of the best teams and one that we thought, okay, we got the best pitcher, we got the best player, and get knocked out yeah. before we get to Omaha. So I think people are like, okay, see, it didn't quite get us there even with what we consider one of the better teams in school history. Yeah. No, I, I, I would agree with you. I Look, and once again, I don't think that anybody's saying, no. let's throw a game. Like, let's just get out as quick as possible. But at the same time, I don't think that you're going to go game one and throw your ace. Well, that's, and you're yeah. not you're not going to go. You know, it's you, a great you, opportunity for players work some guys in. Exactly, they and, don't get a lot of playing time now. As you advance, like if, if they make it to the championship game, the Dave Van Horn's going to try to win the thing. Of course, it's not like he's going to go. Ah, who's the fresh, the weakest link <laughs> in the bullpen? We're going to put him in for this game. Well, like, that's not going to happen. Well, and you have to also remember, not that this is everything but he you know he wants his players to win but he also has bonus money riding on an sec tournament championship yeah, I don't, yeah. <laughs> you know that there's True. some of that too True. i uh i went to the uh brooks and dunn concert the other night a lot of people did it was sold out might have been might have been the the second best concert i've ever been to outside of george no I, oh wow no i'm just talking about the the concert oh yeah like overall experience like Kenny is my my one that he puts on a good and Garth puts on a great show, so probably the third. But just the um, boy, they did a great. George job. isn't in that list. George is a great like singer, but uh-huh. concert wise, you just go to hear the music. Like you're just there, just like you don't get up there and you're like there's, no, there's not a, you're not a big performance around the music. No, George is at a, at, at a mic stand going yeah. Amarillo by morning. You know, I mean, like I love George. Don't get me wrong, I love George, but concert. The experience. The experience. Right. Gar- now that I'm thinking about it, Garth is probably the, the the mountaintop, right? We went to that concert together. Yeah. That was a blast. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. And then um, Kenny and then this, kind of a 2A, 2B type thing. Okay. Man. All right. I, I saw a lot of pictures being posted in video. People it was say so it was much incredible. Fun. Scotty McCreary was even good. Oh, wow. Yeah. He was Opening real, act? Uh, second one. Okay. And then uh, and I, saw, I saw they were calling the hogs. Of course, everyone was posting that video. Well, because he uh, yeah. he started talking about his time in El Dorado. Right. Which was like a cup of coffee. <laughs> still counts. It still, yeah, it still counts. He was born there. Yeah. So, either way, hey, um, the angriest airport. You know, everybody's going to start flying this weekend. Uh, Memorial Day stuff. Summer travel. Yeah. Kicking off. The angriest airport in America was just named by, by Forbes. And... Well, during the break, I want you to think about I'm it. I'm going to take some guesses. Okay. Think, think about all the, the major airports, kind of where you've... That's where immediately you go to. Yes. Yeah. This is this one kind of surprised me a little okay. bit. Because I was like, that one? Okay. Either way, it is 6.30. Morning. Okay. Our care is a system of medical providers dedicated to bringing you the highest quality of health care. Our care, so you can live your story. This is SportsCenter. Dramatic performance from the Arkansas Razorbacks in the opening game of their 2023 SEC tournament. They took on the Texas A&M Aggies. They fell behind early, but they rallied with plenty of flair late. They win 6-5 in 11 innings. Kendall Diggs was the hero with the home run in the bottom of the 11th to give the Hogs a win. Diggs drives it deep to right center field. You gotta go. That ball is gone. Kendall Diggs will send him back to the hotel with a walk-off homer. The Hogs win 6 Up next for the Razorbacks, a matchup with the LSU Tigers, who they lost two of their three games to this season. A look for revenge today in the second game of the SEC tournament. That game is scheduled for 4.30. You can catch it right here on 103.7 The Buzz. I'm Josh Neighbors for The Buzz Radio Network. 
What a Memorial Day weekend is going to be at Oakland Racing Casino Resort in Hot Springs. There will not be just one, but two lucky individuals that will drive away in a Toyota 4Runner and a Toyota Tundra with sales tax paid. Both vehicles are courtesy of our good friends at Frank Fletcher Auto Group. And here's how it works. You must wipe your Oakland Rewards card at a promotional kiosk at Oakland to enter the giveaway. So get to Oakland, and if you don't have an Oakland Rewards card, get one immediately and start swiping. It's that easy. And don't forget all the great live music acts coming to Oakland starting with this Friday night, May 26th. It's the Old Crow Medicine Show. Tickets available at Oakland.com. You also have coming to the Oakland Event Center, Randy Hauser, Chris Hansen, Ricky Skaggs, and Kentucky Thunder, and the Four Top. You know the fun never stops at Oakland. Play at over 1,500 slot machines, 30 tables including blackjack, craps, and roulette, and you should check out all the casino promotions at Oakland.com. Jackpots have been hot at Oakland. Come find out for yourself. Oakland, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Big news, half-price sushi at Benihana's. That's right, half-price on a special selection of sushi rolls at Benihana's. Come get them. It's been another exciting season of Razorback baseball. Hog fans, now it's time to cheer the Hogs on through the postseason. You can hear every pitch from the SEC tournament all the way through the College World Series on 103.7 The Buzz. Coverage on 103.7 The Buzz is brought to you by Bale Chevrolet, Bud Light, Jones & Son Fine Jewelry, Edwards Food Giant, and Homer Ace Hardware. 103.7 The Buzz, your home for Razorback baseball. Hi folks, it's David Basil with some big news from the Riverfront Steakhouse where you never leave hungry. Take that special love of your life and you too ask for the amazing $60 steak special which includes the delicious Riverfront 10 ounce filet and four jumbo juicy fried shrimp plus a choice of two large delicious Riverfront sides. You can choose from hibachi fried rice, onion rings, mashed potatoes, spinach supreme, french fries, zucchini, sauteed mushrooms and the famous Frank Fletcher giant baked potato which is about as big as a canoe and is a meal in itself and Yes, it comes with a ton of toppings and, of course, butter. And there is more. Both of you have to save room for trips to the Riverfront Salad Bar, the largest salad bar in central Arkansas, with over 30 items, including baby shrimp, pastas, fresh vegetables, and salad toppings. All of this outstanding food for just $60. So for the perfect date night dinner for two, come to the Riverfront Steakhouse in the Wyndham Hotel in North Little Rock. Open Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Reservations are recommended. On your way to the Little Rock Airport, business travelers park fast at Expressway Airport parking. As you park, our shuttle picks you up, and a 60-second ride later, you're at the airport. Download our app and earn rewards. Simply scan the virtual gate pass to enter and scan again to exit. No waiting, and your receipt is emailed to you. Pay less than municipal airport parking at Expressway Airport parking. Left of the airport entrance, next to the Comfort Inn. Ready for summer fun? Then get your family to the Sea-Doo Memorial Day Celebration. Going on now at Bradford Marine and ATV. Check out the great deal on the 2022 Sea-Doo GTX 130 Pro. Was $12,899, now only $10,995 plus F&P while supplies last. That's over $1,900 in savings. The lake is calling. So hurry in to Bradford Marine and ATV today because these Memorial Day Sea-Doo savings won't last long. Attention, Arkansas business owners and nonprofits. I'm Stan Miller from Pinnacle Global. Call us and let's discuss your employee retention tax credit eligibility. We'll take all the risk and handle everything for you. Don't miss this opportunity to potentially receive financial benefits. Contact me, Attorney Stan Miller, at Pinnacle Global today at 501-352-9497. Remember, it costs you nothing to apply. Call 501-352-9497 and unlock the benefits you deserve. Let's keep the good vibes going. Morning Mayhem is back on the air. Here's Baz, Roger, and Justin in the Oakland Racing Casino and Resort Studios. Diggs drives it deep to right center field. You gotta go. That ball is gone. Kendall Diggs will send him back to the hotel for the walk-off homer. The Hogs win 6-5 to five on Diggs' 11th of the year. Such a great call, by the way, by Phil Elson. Sends him back to the hotel. <laughs> it's just, just it's, it's a nice, like, subtle change. Yeah. Right? And then, hey, they're in Hoover. Mm-hmm. They're staying at the hotel. I love that. Love that call. Sends him back to the hotel. But that was Phil Elson as Kendall Diggs. He wins it for the Hogs the last night, six to five in eleven innings. They play LSU today, four thirty. You can listen to it right here on the Buzz. Does Phil practice those? <clears throat> no. You worked with him a long time. No. no. That just comes all, all natural. All, yeah. Now 
I will say that, like, you remember a few years ago when they went to Omaha? Yeah. Um, yeah. He he had a line that said, uh, and the hogs are headed to the Emerald City and, and all this other stuff. He actually scripted that part. Okay. Uh, okay. Just because he... You know, he wanted because he knew the stakes that were on the line and wanted something. Yeah, meaningful. and he wanted right. to make sure that it, it, you know, I mean, it was it sounded I, I right. Think, I think play by play people have a certain responsibility when there's like certain stuff that could be happening. Yeah. You do need to think about what you are going to yeah. say when that moment comes. Well, and like going to the College World Series is a big deal, right? And so, right. Um, he wanted to have that that scripted out so that you know, he, if they did go, then he'd have it. Jim Nance is always famous for his, you know, historically. Almost <laughs> Josh rolls his eyes. <laughs> um, I'll be honest. I love Jim Nance. I'm getting a little, little sick of, of Jim Nance. Is he, is he getting... He, why, why do you Hello, think friends. he's getting a little uh, little too much? Like like uh, he's almost turning well, into a caricature of himself? Him and, him and... I mean, he and Romo, it sounds like that relationship's not, not excellent. Uh, it sounds like... It sounds like Jim Nance has been a little bit about Jim Nance as of late. Now, I will say this. Uh, I voice of my childhood. I love him. He's he's fantastic. He had to put up with Phil Simms forever. So no, God bless yes. him. But the tie thing always rubbed me the wrong way at the, the SEC. At the NCAA uh, I'm sorry, tournament. the NCAA tournament. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, this is not about you. <laughs> and he's like, who's gonna get my tie? And it was always like Ryan Archie Diacono. It's like, oh, of course, you know, the, the white point guard. Oh, <laughs> uh, did, did I think Dante Divincenzo might have got it the second time around? Like I, I, I it always kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Now he he's definitely he's he's morphed into this bigger than play by play guy right. role. Right? Oh, oh, the thing he did during the NCAA tournament where he was breaking down the Houston Cougars huddle. Did you guys see his uh, video? I didn't see that. No. Well, obviously, so he's a Houston alum. Uh, he played golf there, and he was yeah. actually roommates with Freddie Couples. Yeah, and I did hear that. And they had they assigned him. To Houston's NCAA tournament run, which I guess was that was the Sweet Sixteen, I think. Well, because it was his last one, right? Yes, but he is in the huddle, the practice the day before the game, breaking down the huddle, and it's like, I get it, he's a Houston guy, but we don't have to make it this obvious. He still has to call the game and you know be able to be fair about both teams, be somewhat objective. Pretty hard to do when we're like, all right, Cougars on three, boys, and breaking it down the day before. So. I've noticed that, though, more and more. I think sports fandom in media and that line has been more than blurred now. Yeah. Haven't you guys? On the, nas- on the national level, on the local level, it, it's always been that way. But on the national level, you now you're seeing ne- it break through more and more. You don't have any neutral. Right. There's it's... It, 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 not to say every game's like that, obviously, but it doesn't seem like there's moments where it's hidden anymore. Like, they let Nance do that for yeah, his final on, run. And it was you know, like the Houston Cougars Twitter account. Right, and they promote it. Right, right, exactly. Like, if that so. moment happens behind closed doors, I'm, I mean, I'm still not cool with it. But, like, we don't have to be promoting that. You know what I mean? He still has to call the game. Yeah, well, and if you're on the other side, it, it certainly yeah, is annoying. Right? Yeah. But I, I think that I've noticed that more and more nationally. What you see on the shows is the fandom is coming out, and there's and it's unapologetic. It doesn't matter. They're taking the the journalism part. They're like, nope, don't care about that. But but here's the thing, though, I, and I I get it because I came from you know where you, you need to be down the middle on everything. But sports are supposed to be fun. Like everybody has a team. Like if you're in this business. You've got a team. You've got Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Like I've got the Cowboys. I I make no bones about it that I'm a Cowboy fan. I, we know. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But I I think that's what help makes it fun. It it's, it helps make you know when you're having a conversation that the your background knowledge of of the sport being talked about. Like Mike Greenberg, for example, huge Jet fan, unapologetic, yeah. huge Jet fan. They got Aaron Rodgers, and they, they're hoisting Greenberg in the studio, taking him around, and he's screaming, go Jets, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. I mean, I don't have a problem with that. If you're a talking head on ESPN or, or you do a sports show or whatever, I don't have a problem with it. I think that when it crosses the line a little bit, though, is like a Nance thing, when you're calling the game, and, and you're actually you're, you're supposed to be calling it evenly for both for a national audience, I think that's where it may cross the line a little bit. I don't have any problem, honestly, if if you're a sports radio guy or TV personality and, and you show you're a fan of a certain team. I have no problem with that. Yeah. No, I think that's a good point. Yeah, we mentioned <clears throat> the hometown radio calls. We were actually talking about this the other day when we had a, we had a shoot uh, out at Greg Hatcher's place. We are talking about, like, all these really f- – I think the hometown calls are great, right? Like the the Las Vegas one, you know, for, for Arkansas and then yeah. Kansas – 
fantastic. That's what makes it great. I think Florida State had one a couple years ago. That's kind of the other side of it, though. They, uh, I think it was the LS. I forget which game it was. I forget which game they lost. But you can hear one of the guys throwing their headset. Oh, yeah. Which is like... Oh, that's awesome. It's hilarious yeah. for us. But I'm <laughs> like, awesome. okay, maybe, maybe we do a bit more professional. So with the hometown calls, though, it's always nice but to But you also got to think, though, that like some of these color analysts, like Bubba, players. Car- oh, like, yeah. like Bubba Carpenter, he had no broadcasting background yeah. Yeah. before he even got in the booth and started doing right. baseball. Now, luckily, Bubba is a little bit more professional on that. But a lot of these guys that are analysts... They just got. They were a former player, or you know, whatever they may be. Somewhat affiliated with the program organization. And the AD goes, "Hey, you'd be a great color analyst for the broadcast." And so they get thrown in there, and their emote, their fandom starts to come out during that home broadcast. Right, right. And I, I think that's that's a good point and a good separation when it comes to the national stage, calling the game as opposed to analyzing the game back in a studio setting. Separating those two is is important. Look, you and you and Acre call a lot of UCA games. Yeah. And my number one thing is never trample his call. You know, well, that because my, he'll choke you out. Well, I mean, it's more out of physical fear than it is, you know, feeling embarrassed about it. But yeah, no, that's that to me has always been the thing, and I, I notice those things when I'm listening to games. Yeah. You know, when you'll hear the the guy go, "Let's go!" Yeah, during the middle of you know, it's to so the weird. thirty, to the forty, and well, you hear the, the guy. The big know, one is the Auburn. The Auburn. Take back because you hear, oh my God! I do think, I do <laughs> yes. think, I think there are exceptions. You right, there right, are exceptions, right. and the Auburn call still to me because it was Both so pure, and the emotion, and 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 how you know the the sight of that was just I you've never seen it, and, and, yeah. and especially in a moment like that. Right. So I think it, there's exceptions right. to the rule, but on a regular touchdown call, get out of the way. Well, yeah. and I think back to the Appalachian State Michigan game when Appalachian State beat Michigan, and you've got the greatest two, upset in college yeah, football history at the time. You've got the guy that that is calling the game, and he, I mean, this could go down in history of of radio calls, and you got the play, the color guy going, he could go, he could go, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, and then the other guy's just trying to call the play. But either way, I so. think that's that. You're right. Important to discern the two. But I, I, just, I, I do want to say that uh, when it comes to golf, Jim Nance, nobody beats him. He's the best. He is. He is the best golf announcer. It's not close. Yeah. No, I agree. And you know what's funny? Dan Hicks on NBC. I, I look at him like a like a like a minor league. Gymnast. Yeah, but like very safe. If you look He's at very, if you yes. look at them next oh, yeah. to each other and you and you listen to them. Oh yes. Without looking, you go, is that? No, it's not. Okay. You yeah, know. He's uh, good. I'm with you on that. Yeah, he's good. Are you planning on traveling at all this summer? Yes, I am, but I'm driving. You're driving. Yeah. Josh, are you you going to travel anywhere this summer? I might go to Dallas for Big 12 Media Days. Yeah? So, but so, you'll I'm drive sorry. down there or fly? I, I would fly. Or drive. Yeah. Drive. Well, Dallas is an easy trip now. Yeah, it's like four and a half hours. Yeah, you get down there quick. Yeah. Because once you get to Texas, it's 75 miles an hour, and, and you're well, just rolling. Well, it's 75 for a pretty good stretch in yeah, Arkansas. Yeah. Because I, 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 I went to Missouri a couple weeks ago, and... It was 75 all through Arkansas, yeah. and you hit Missouri, it's back to 65, which is... Yeah, yeah that's terrible. Like that. oh, it's easy well, to get to Dallas. if you guys have to fly to California, don't go to John Wayne Airport in Orange, Orange County, because it has been dubbed the angriest airport in America because of social media interactions, people tweeting about the bad experiences with TSA, with um, the front desk workers of airlines. It ranks number one as the angriest places, but... Number two on the list, Chris Kane. Jacksonville, Florida. Really? <laughs> is the second angriest. I brought this up. It's the only I'm, time they've had, Jacksonville's ever been associated with the number two ranking. How what about is that? going on with your folks over in Jacksonville? Everybody's angry in, in Jacksonville. I, I don't fly out of there a lot. Um, I've done it a couple of times recently, and no issues on my end. Yeah. It, it actually seems, is it that bad with no, TSA? No, it seems fairly easy to me. Because according yeah. to Forbes, they say that uh, between Jacksonville and and Orange County, those two get tweeted about the most. Everybody, <laughs> which is thinks shocking to it's me. The biggest ones, right? You always think Atlanta, LA, DFW. Well, you know. Yes, uh, John Wayne. I guess is that like kind of the the bougie airport yeah. out there, the one that the the famous folks fly into. Well, uh, I, I I think I don't right. know. I don't. It just says it's in it's Orange an County. Irv, yeah, it's an Irvine, um, which is that's in, if you don't want to do LAX. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. Well. I, I'm with you, RJ. I would think it'd be the the biggest airports, but because they're so big, they have to pour so much money into their efficiency of getting people through in a timely manner. They probably, you know, 
per capita, John Wayne may be the the worst, but I'm telling you, going through Atlanta is. I love Atlanta. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I love Atlanta. That is my favorite airport to go to. DFW too. I mean, those two just are. They're overwhelmed. To me, it's more of an overwhelming thing. It's like, O'Hare, oh O'Hare, and Charlotte are my, are my worst two. Okay. Those, right. those are my uh, my least favorite. I I don't know if I have a favorite. Um, I don't yeah, no. I I you know I mean I don't care for airports. Too much. No, like I, I, you know what? I love Little Rock. Very casual. Very, <laughs> that is very true. Oh yeah, man, I, I love our airport. I will say this: so we've started flying to Destin when we go on family vacation because we got kids and you, you sit in the car forever. It's terrible. Um, the airport in Destin, which is kind of over there by the airport space, might be the single worst airport ever because everybody on like Sunday, whenever they're leaving the beach, they all migrate to the airport because there's a lot of people flying out. They have like two people working TSA, and the line is out the door. You got to get there three hours ahead of time to make make sure you get through the line. It is awful. Do you all fly to Atlanta from here? Yeah, you fly from here to Atlanta to to Destin. And you know that uh, Allegiance has, or Alliance, or whatever it's called, Allegiant. Yeah, um, they've got that direct flight to Destin, but it's only like you got to fly out on like a Tuesday and come back on a specific time, like on a Wednesday of the next. I mean, it's kind of random and so uh we just haven't done that one we always fly delta yeah i'm a delta guy how long does it take you to fly as opposed to driving five hours five hours okay five hours to fly so it's about half the time yeah so five hours from here and then um you get like um it's like an hour hour and 20 minute layover in atlanta boom you're there okay and i mean like it's not bad we, we we're usually back by noon Right, so you fly out at six, you're back by noon, something like that, and um, kids are happy. You don't have to deal with people screaming in the car. I know, first world problems. Yeah, but I we mean, we drive. I like driving. I love driving. I used to like. To I drive. love driving through the Delta, like I, that Southwest yeah. Arkansas uh, kind of northwestern, or Southeast Arkansas northwestern uh, Mississippi area. Yeah. Love going through some Yazoo City. Oh man, nothing but just row crop fields. Oh, it's easy. Yeah, I haven't been to Yazoo in a hot minute. No, I love it. By the way, this is Tina Turner. As you may have heard, she passed away yesterday. Yes. Kind of sad day. We're going to later in the show. You know, when Tommy Smith was here, uh, Tommy used to do montages all the time. He'd put like four or five songs in a montage, like three seconds, callers call in, name the song, you win a prize. We're going to do that today. Fantastic. And it's going to be all Tina Turner music. Um, I, put, I gave Josh four songs, and... Uh, we're going to let that roll out. and What we got today, Josh? Travis tickets? Uh, we do. We also have some tickets to go see the Pink Floyd cover band. Oh, yeah. Floyd. We're at Brit Floyd. Okay. So we'll may let you pick. If you get all four songs, we will uh, we'll let you have that. We'll do that later in the show. It is 648 Morning Mayhem. When you're close to me, if I tend to look dazed, I read it someplace. Spring is in full swing, and boy, aren't those leaves too. And before you know it, they'll be falling again and getting in all those old gutters you have. And then once again, you'll have to risk it all climbing up a ladder to clean out those old antiques. Don't you dread the thought of all that muck and mud and shingle grit and goodness knows what all clogging up your gutter system? Then you need LeafGuard of Arkansas. With the May special, you can get $500 off a complete LeafGuard system. The only true one-piece seamless covered gutter system on the market that's guaranteed to never, ever clog $500 off. And that's not all. 18 months of no interest financing with a minimum purchase and approved credit, senior and military discounts are also available. Now, don't wait until it's too late. Take advantage of LeafGuard of Arkansas's Home Improvement Day special now. My wife has them on her house, and I sure do love them. I mean, I love her too, of course. Those are some nice gutters, son. LeafGuard is the only name you need for gutter protection. Remember, May special, $500 off a complete LeafGuard system. New orders only. Other restrictions may apply. LeafGuard of Arkansas. Call LeafGuard at 501-664-5400 or visit LeafGuardandMore.com. I got the first one. It was this big. I think it weighed like a thousand pounds. It was green, kind of. It had stripes on it. It was great. It was the most fun I've had in my whole life. When you take your kid fishing, it's not just something to do. It's something to remember. And if you don't know where to start, start with the Arkansas Game and Fish Commission. Go to fishnatural.com. Get your license. Then start reeling in the memories. fishnatural.com. 
Now is a great time to get on the water, kick back, and do some fishing. And the team at Max Perry Wings in Stuttgart is ready to help you out. Max Perry Wings in Stuttgart is your Tohatsu Outboard dealer. Tohatsu Outboards are affordably priced and backed by a five-year warranty. Max offers competitive prices and in-house financing, along with a service center with certified Tohatsu technicians. Fishing rods to guns, casual summer clothing to a new Tohatsu Outboard. Max has everything you need for summer fun. So stop by Max Perry Wings in Stuttgart today or do some browsing and shopping online at maxpw.com. Hello? Hey, I saw your car on Marketplace. When can I look at it? How about midnight at the truck stop? Buying a vehicle shouldn't be a risky venture. See Guadney Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock and know exactly what you're getting when it comes to quality pre-owned vehicles. At Guadney, make a clean trade with a clean title and clear, simple finance options. Shopping new Sierra 1500 at just 0.9%. GMC Terrain at just 1.9%. And how about anything on our lot with no payments for 90 days. Try finding that on Marketplace. Know what you're getting at Guadney Buick GMC. Hey, by any chance does the title say rebuilt? Absolutely not. The title says salvage, and that means foreign. Yeah, it's going to be a hard pass. I'm headed to Guatney Buick GMC. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Call 501-945-4444. GuatneyBuickGMC.com. GMC. We are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. The Beach Boys. Live in concert. October 1st. Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Event Center. Serving USA. Return to the stage. Tickets on sale now at Oakland.com. Don't miss the Beach Boys live. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Look, I get it. We all receive a lot of messages and calls. But when you're driving, they can wait. Slow down, phone down. Work zone crashes have increased by 70% in Arkansas over the last four years. Law enforcement officers are patrolling work zones with zero tolerance for speeding or distracted drivers. When you enter a work zone, remember, slow down, phone down. It's the law. A message from the Arkansas Department of Transportation and the Arkansas Highway Safety Office. Hey, Arkansas fans. It's Peyton Stovall, and I'll be on Out of Bounds every Monday this baseball season. Thanks to my friends at A-State Construction in Sheridan. For the past 18 years, A-State Construction has been building new homes all over central Arkansas. Look them up on Facebook at A-State Construction, LLC. It's time to get back to the mayhem with David, Roger, and Justin in the Oakland Racing Casino and Resort Studios. Honoring the late Tina Turner. Passing at 83 yesterday. We'll have a montage mix-up later on where you can win a prize. Go through at least three of her songs. Short clips. Josh like three put seconds. together. Yep, about three seconds each. Chris Kane, RJ Hawk, and Josh Neighbors in studio. Joe Klein going to join us here at the 7 o'clock hour. Scott Hastings, his old teammate at the U of A and uh, one of his close friends, going to join us at 7.30 to talk about the Nuggets. Not improbable. They're a great team this past year, but the fact that it was their first ever and that they've been one of the best teams the last couple of years, but seemingly getting bounced out of they're, the playoffs. They're an ABA, an ABA franchise, I believe, yep. that, joined the, that joined the NBA. 47 years in the league. First trip to the NBA Finals. And they've had some great teams and great players. So Scott's going to break down what this means to the city of Denver and uh, also share some fun Joe Klein stories because those two go way yeah, back. that's going to be a lot of fun. Yes. And also, uh, you, just some homework really quick. If, you know, if you all have access to YouTube, go and watch Scott Hastings with Charles Barkley on, on TNT before yes. he comes on. Highly, yeah, at the Highly top of the hour when we have a little break um, in between the next hour, go and watch. It's about a six or seven minute clip scott hastings joined the uh, tnt crew the studio crew and talked about sucker punching charles barkley back in december um and it's great content and joe klein even gets a shout out with corky's with also corky's, getting a shout yeah. out yes good uh good marketing for joe oh I mean, yeah he, he was just a bystander oh yeah they 
they were like, well, should we bring Joe Klein in to ref this thing? And then uh, I think Barkley was like, you can't get him out of Corky's. You can't get him out of Arkansas. So, yeah, yeah. Good point. It was a good shout out. Hey, uh, later in the show today, um, ESPN put out a top quarterback of the 21st century. I want to get Joe's uh, opinion on this when he comes in as well. Um, and, and yes, I know people are texting. That last song was Aretha Franklin. Oh, not, sorry. Not, sorry. Not Tina. Sorry. Uh, did you say that? I said Tina. I thought we were honoring Tina today. No, so, we yeah, are. I, but I, th- yes. That, no, that was horrible that, of me. Yeah, yeah, no, that was Aretha. Yeah, it was. That was just in there because good song. Yes. It's okay. Yeah. Well, I will you not, can't know everything. I can't beat the Baz, that's for sure. You, you, I'm not a music, name that song kind of guy. See, for those that don't know, Chris is sitting on the opposite side of me, so he can't actually see the board of uh, what music's being played. No. You just know good music when you hear it. Aretha's pretty great. But that, yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> but we are still going to honor Tina later. We Absolutely. Yeah. So, anyways, um, ESPN put out this top quarterback of the 21st century, and we've, we've only got about a minute until we hit the top of the hour, but I'll... I want to get your thoughts on this because the the names that were thrown out in the top five list, they're good quarterbacks. They're they're really good quarterbacks, but I wouldn't say that they're the the top of the twenty first century. And and I think that you know Joe and you and Josh, when we start going through this list, you're going to start thinking. I think I thought of four name five names immediately that I was like, oh, these guys could probably be listed better than... Best college quarterbacks, right? Best college quarterback of the 21st century. So be thinking about that 21st. during... 21st. So past 2000. Yeah, currently. Past 2000. Yeah. Got it. And so, um, just kind of be thinking of, of who you might have in that list. And I'll, I'll give you ESPN's list uh, as far as what um, what they had. Before we hit the break, have you seen the um, the trailers for the new Fast and Furious movie? Like, it's Fast and Furious, like, 15 or Yeah, yeah, I was trying to think. You say the new one. I feel like there's one that comes out every year now. Yeah. Well, because or they, every other year, Because almost. they make a ton of money. Yes. They make a, just a ridiculous amount of money. Well, Vin Diesel came out and said that don't don't plan on them stopping. Because, you know, there for a while they thought that... Uh, 10 would be it, right? That would be... They'd be done. There would be no more. They've got, like, five more ready to roll oh, out. Oh, my gosh. Including an all-female cast. <clears throat> Which I don't know how well that's going to work because, you know, you, like, I'm not opposed to it, but at the same time, you're used to seeing Vin Diesel all muscled up, The Rock, and all these other, and they're beating the hell out of each other and, and racing cars. And I think it's just, look, the Fast and Furious franchise is, they, they've got a formula. It works. And it works. And they're like, just going to keep doing it because they keep making money. And I don't think it matters who's in it. But because I, the characters have come and gone over yeah, the years, and it's still successful. Except for Vin Diesel. He's been the... Well, the, he wasn't in the second one. <laughs> or, no, sorry. Two, uh, he wasn't in uh, Tokyo Drift. My, my that was the only one, my right, Josh? My favorite one, actually. Yeah, your favorite one? Yeah, like oh, Tokyo my God. Drift, how much yeah. money do they spend on each? Because a lot of things get blown up and wrecked. So how many? How much money do they spend on the movie itself? What Look the budget up. is? Yeah, compared to what they make. That's what I want to know. Either way, Joe Klein coming up next. Scott Hastings in the next hour. We're also going to talk college quarterbacks. Stick around at 7 o'clock. Our guys aren't so bad, right? This is taking a sportsmanlike conduct to a whole new level. Well, maybe not. 1037 The Buzz. KABZ Little Rock. This is the Pigskin Preacher bringing you the word. Dwayne Haskins parlayed a record-setting season at Ohio State into becoming a first-round NFL selection. But in three NFL seasons, he was never able to replicate that success. Tragically, a year ago, Haskins lost his